This fucks up my plan. This is fucking bullshit. Okay? This, these fucking assholes, this fuck, these fucking assholes! The fuck is their problem, man? This is fucking typical bullshit! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of Boss Hunting's podcast, Friday Sharpeners. I'm James Wan, I'm here with Jack Slade, John McMahon, and Gary Luhu. You know what, boys, I think we made the best of a shit day, so far. Yeah, <laughs> it has been a clusterfuck this week, hasn't it? It's been, it's been such, such a strange week. I mean, we're obviously affected in a tiny way compared to a lot of other people and businesses and everything but it's been one for the ages and something that i hope gets resolved sooner rather than later because we have obviously uh taken the podcast the roaming podcast this week down to us down with us to melbourne uh we're recording this from our service department in south melbourne on uh not our usual setup so bear with us if you uh it's a stool let's just say it's a stool we've got a mic set up on a stool and we're all drinking beers and we're sitting around it in a nutshell it is a zoom h1 handy recorder Little, slightly, slightly better sound quality and the backup on the old iPhone. But it is, uh, yeah, we have decided we would just, it's a bit of a hack job today, but uh, it's been a bit of a hack job of a week. It sure has. And would it be safe to say that this morning was nothing more than a chaotic clusterfuck? Is that true? Yeah, I think that's absolutely perfect. That's a perfect description. I think we should talk through the week from, yeah, let's know, do that. from day one. Monday, we're in Sydney, coronavirus. Right. How about that, um, that Toyota Grand we had and the 22 cup holders? That was this week, wasn't it? Monday. It was this week, it was yeah. Monday. yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that feels like a lifetime ago. Well, as Jack said, let's talk through it. Yeah. Monday, uh, we yeah did a lunch run with the Toyota Granvia, and we disrupted an entire McDonald's location. Where was it? At Cremorne. There were some angry people. Yeah, and it was just like pissing down with rain. Just after we ordered, we forgot to pay. We had to run back. Essentially, Toyota Granvia is what it was like a six seater business luxury minivan. minivan from Toyota, obviously. Retail is like sixty two ninety nine ninety or something like that. It's in just over sixty thousand dollars, which is actually pretty good for what you get. Um, and the back seats are four big business class style seats. Anyway, we took the thing for a lunch run through McDonald's drive through, as you would if you had the car full of, full of all your mates. And the thing had twenty two cup holders, so we filled all twenty two with small, small diet cokes. <laughs> <laughs> diet cokes are expensive as well. At yeah, it's like sixty five dollars in diet cokes, in small diet cokes. I mean, I drink a lot of Diet Coke, as it is, but even that was too many for me to get through. I reckon I had three and I was done. Yeah, you said that you could drink all 22 in a challenge and do what was it we wanted. It worked out how many liters it was. Maybe, we uh, threw next... out 20, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, we definitely didn't. Uh... We threw out about 15, I think. Yeah, I think. Look, anyway. it was a weak effort. <laughs> so we booked, we booked a place in Melbourne for the Grand Prix, flown down the four of us for, to attend a million different events. James, you went in the Uber two-seater on Wednesday. I was meant to see Max first. You meant, yeah, you were meant to, meant to do an interview Max. with Max Verstappen with Tag Heuer on Wednesday. That was cancelled 45 minutes before I was meant to do that. As we touched down in Melbourne. Yeah, literally as we touched down, we ended up getting a late bait to do the Uber F1 two-seater, which was absolute mayhem. It's lucky you did that on Wednesday because they're meant to be doing that on Saturday. They did it this morning. Yeah, and on Sunday, I don't know if they. I mean, obviously, this morning's on. We heard that from our apartment, but yeah, Bozen will, was on. Will they, will they be doing that again Saturday and Sunday? I'm going to say no. Yeah, who knows? The I track's mean, done, right? They're packing up. It I, definitely won't be happening. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the V8s has been cancelled as well. So I assume they're just going to start packing up the side. We're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Let's go back to so Wednesday. You and I went to the track late in the afternoon. Mm. You were one of the first in the F1 two-seater this this year. Yes. Last year, Antonio was in there. I'm too tall to even fit in it, so I couldn't... A non-starter for me. One negative of being 6'5", I reckon. I, to be honest, that and 14-hour long-haul flights are pretty much the only two things that I would, you know, yeah. I mean, but would you trade, James? Yes. Being 6'5", for yes. the Uber two-seater? I would, yeah. You would? Yes, 100%. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe next year we can trade that. <laughs> I'm a certified midget, so... Uh, yes. What does, that make, what does that say about Gary? Yeah. I'm a pygmy person. Um, so how was it? How was the Uber look, two-seater on experience? Look, I had a chat with a couple of guys who went before me. I there were two cars, and there were, you had one side of the garage for each. There were like sort of two groups. The car on our side had a battery issue, and it wasn't starting. The fuel wasn't injecting or something. And they were like, they got me in. They they got it started twice, and then on the third go, obviously I sat down. I was probably in this car for 15 minutes. Yeah, I would have said 15. It was in 30 degree in the most cramped, most claustrophobic seating position I've ever sat in in my life. Your legs are spread around the driver in front of you. Anyway, fortunately, they got this like air thing out, this air compressor out, and they were blowing air into my uh, suit and into the helmet. But it was really not a very pleasant place to sit at all. And then... Uh, the car wouldn't start after they spent 10 minutes changing the battery while I sat there in the car having a slight panic attack. Uh, and they got me out and then they got me into the second car and we did the lap. I definitely wasn't strapped in properly. I yeah, I hit the barrier, like the padded barrier in front of me every single corner. And <laughs> you can't see the corners coming, as I said in the Uber video that we put on boss, um, Instagram. You cannot see anything. You can't see the corners coming. You don't know when the guy's going to get on the brakes. And then, obviously, he gets on the brakes so aggressively that you, <laughs> your neck just goes whack. Um, so it sort of was... It sounded fucking crazy. It, it, is, it was crazy. So good. It was sort of verging on... It was a, Yeah, it was sort of verging on frightening, but it was obviously insane. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm very jealous, and I had to forego that experience for my nephew's second birthday. So, <laughs> I mean, I know which one was better. You better tell him in when he turns like 21 or something. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, your second birthday, you owe me, motherfucker. Exactly. You owe me. <laughs> Come on, Harry. Come on, Harry. Uh, but yeah, I was I was pretty shook, actually. I got out and I was... Yeah. You was, almost fell over. It was intense. Yeah. But, and the woman, yeah, because also I'd been sitting in the car for sort of 15 minutes before. There was an ambulance woman there and she's like, well, I'm not very happy about this. You sitting in that car for that long and stuff. I was like, yeah, I'm not very happy about it either. <laughs> I really wish we'd just got started and I could have done my lap and got out of this suit, but... But incredible experience, and thanks to Uber for... Uh, yeah, it was honestly once-in-a-lifetime stuff, and thanks to Uber, because it was awesome. And yeah. also, the video went, the video really, went well. really well, yeah, and how, everybody loved seen the video, it. I'll be surprised. You should definitely check it out. It was on Facebook and Instagram about a day ago, and a little bit more. And yeah, then, it's um, had heaps of traffic and, yeah, pretty positive response. And then, yeah, look, I mean, it, we had a few engagements with drivers and media calls and stuff that were obviously postponed uh, or just canned last minute um, to limit the contact with the drivers which was an issue from the FIA that went out yesterday to say that there were no meet and greets or no hand like shaking hands none of this none of that no close contact no close contact basically but surprisingly last night 
I went to. Um, you missed out on what I did yesterday. What did you do yesterday? Yeah, let's. We go. Oh, you, you were here last minute. You got a last yeah. minute call up to do the speed test. The speed test with Alfa Romeo driving well as the passenger in the Stelvio Quadrifiglio. Quadrifoglio. Quadrifoglio. Oh with Carl Reinlove. With Carl Reinlove. Yeah. Lovely fella. You he's know, he's a, only like a year older than you. No? He's 34. And no, he's oh, wow. such a nice guy. Yeah, he's isn't a lovely he? fella. Yeah. Great driver, obviously, as well. He was talking me through the whole lap, and like like he was just driving down the street, but yeah, he was I know. hammering it the whole time. He, the guy can drive. Um, so it was Stelvio Quadrifiglio versus a. Uh, GT2 RS Club Sport, which is the one we, we featured saw. in the video, oh, yeah. which did the speed which test. Incredible as well. Yeah. Looked insane. And then obviously the Uber 2 said F1 car, and it was a handicap kind of challenge where all the cars theoretically meant to cross the finishing line at, the at exactly time. the same yeah. time. We were in the lead the whole time until the last 20 meters, and both cars just went. Zoom, it looked like past, the Club Sport beat the, the Club Sport did win it in did, the end. Yeah, yeah, it looked like it beat the F1 car. It did. Yeah. I mean, that Club Sport's a million dollar car. The Club Sport, so it was a 226. The Silvio did around the, around the track. The club swap did a 206, and the F1 car did a 155. So we're about 30 seconds slower in the Stelvio and 20 seconds. Yeah, right. So there wasn't much, like, there was a considerably smaller gap between the F1 car and yeah, the club sport. Yeah, exactly. But to, to be only 20 seconds behind the club sport in a $150,000 track car, I mean, road car, yeah. it's actually pretty impressive, I reckon. I drove that Stelvio around Albert Park this time last year. You yeah. drove it? Yeah, drove around Albert oh, Park. I'm yeah. jealous. It was, it was amazing. Although that, to be fun, to be honest, that was the first time I ever drove the car. So I'm just trying to not put it into a wall. But we also drove the Julia, and we also drove the uh, the four C as well. That's well, I thought, say. yeah, I would love to drive that four C. I, as you know, I was a skeptic at the start, but after I drove the Stelvio at in the um, national park, yeah, when we Mac shot Pass. that content yeah. and up over Mac Pass, I was pretty pretty impressed with it. It's a real, actually, a driver's car. Yeah, which is. Crazy to say about an SUV. It is really well, is a driver's car. And then so anyway, last night we go to bed thinking. Well, I mean, I was I was there in the Mercedes store at, with two hundred people waiting to, you know, for for the arrival of, of two special guests, which we assumed was a Toto Lewis or Lewis and Bottas or whatever. Anyway, Lewis and Bottas rock up in this new Mercedes EQS concept. That thing looked insane. Which did look insane. Uh, and they got out and they came in. And they did a, like a half hour Q and A. It was actually before that they did a half hour Q and A with. Bernard Burnt something whatever his name is a German guy who is the F1 um, safety car driver and that yeah, was okay. very very interesting like what you told challenge. me last night about his contract was interesting yeah so um, Charlie Whiting was his name yes yep the FI the race director for X amount of decades poached him from um, the DTM German DTM racing and brought him to his office one day and said no, no you're not in trouble like I just want to ask you a question he's like do you want to be the new safety car driver and he was like all right, sick. So he started with Formula Two, um, Formula Three, and Formula Two, and then eventually he was a Formula One um, safety car driver. About a year or two later, but they never actually signed a contract. Charlie died this time last year, mm. and um, but only two years prior to his death did they actually finally. He worked for him for like seventeen years just on a handshake. Never, never signed a contract with this guy. Amazing. You couldn't get away with that. <laughs> the today. good old days, indeed. Yeah. So then we woke up this morning. We we were James and I were meant to be with Alfa Romeo. In the paddock club, paddock club yeah. kind of hospitality suite, John and Gary were meant to be with Mercedes in with, there. With uh, David Coulthard. We had a brunch with David Coulthard lined up. He still didn't showed up. He still showed Just up. We didn't. We, didn't <laughs> yeah. and we were passed on a message from the CEO of the Australian Grand Prix Corporation this morning saying everything's going ahead. This is 7.45. He's like, we're all good to go. And then apparently at 9, when they at 8.45, they were meant to open the gates and they didn't open the gates. Then Dan Andrews came on the radio and made a press conference and said... 
I, I regardless think, of what the organizers yeah. want to do, we're not letting people into the race. So yeah, I think it was sort of like the the, the ultimatum, right? The, the final straw for the for the FIA if they were ever had obviously, obviously they had doubts there up apparently up until three a.m. this morning um, discussing them with all the teams, but a few of the teams had already checked out. Uh, it looked like yeah, Kimi. And I mean, Seth who did. knows if that was real? Who knows if that was real? Like, there was that flight manifest going around at like you know seven thirty. But this as morning. I said this morning, so F one published an article at the start of this month saying that they would not do a championship race without all of the teams competing. Really? Yes. And so this, was, McLaren pulled the this was a week and a half ago. So if that's the case, then why were we ever told otherwise? You know, why, why were we told it was going ahead? I There's think it so, was much, severely so many mismanaged. dollars at play. It's so, such a big decision to pull the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously they waited until the last day. They probably should have done it yesterday, the day before. But if, if they had even done it just last night, yeah, people would have been pissed, but the fact that they were just there was tens so of much misinformation waiting this morning. to get into the track. I mean, so much misinformation. It just seemed like no one had the guts to just say that it was off. You know, everyone else was assuming it was off. People at the track were texting me saying that people were already packing up, and this was an hour before they they called it. Channel Nine had said they spoke to the um, what's his name, Paul Little, the, the chairman of the of the OzGP, um, OzGPC, and and he was like, "Yeah, nope, still going ahead." And then so Channel Nine saying, "Oh no, it is on." Like it's just it was a clusterfuck really at the end of the day, wasn't it? So it was, but we weren't impacted that too badly in the end. So, um, by what, the way, as I'm looking at you two, like leaning over, like you're about to kiss, this is a very good um, breeding ground for, for COVID 19. Yeah, if you can't hear Jack properly, it's because he's been sitting back the whole time. Yeah, and, and not leaning over the sure directional microphone. So have you. I have all, I have tested <laughs> positive COVID already. Fortnightly. <laughs> yeah, COVID daily. <laughs> COVID 24 7, it's called. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, we missed out on. Um, Jack and I were obviously meant to be at Alfa Romeo today. John was doing Marriott Bonvoy tomorrow. I was meant to be with Heineken. Jack was going to a Bucks party. And on Sunday, we had Renault tickets to Alfa Tori. We had tickets to Red Bull. We had tickets to Renault with the good f- people from Bell and Ross. So, yeah. Speaking of the Bucks party, I even got a message in the, in the WhatsApp group from the Bucks boys, the organisers being like, obviously the coronavirus issue has escalated. If you... If you want to not come tomorrow because of coronavirus, what? that's what? absolutely fine. Who's organising like, this box? <laughs> Corporate comms guys, I guess. Wow. Seems. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going along and I'm yeah, barely having a good time. That's not the worst thing you can catch at a box, I'll say that. Guzzler. <laughs> 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 um, and then, so t- I walked in today after the, it being cancelled, came from my parents' house, and we went go-karting this afternoon. Mm. Mm. Which was a lot of fun. It was. It was. Who won? Who won out of the four of us again? Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Tell you who didn't win, Gary Lou. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> I didn't do that. That only spun out four times. Uh, I it was one. definitely eight. No, I've got was the timing four. sheet here. Let's see how many times. Oh, no. Gary pushing the double digits for sure. So, no, it was four because the guy was like, if you spin out one more time, I'm kicking you off. And I was like, oh, okay. Is that? But that doesn't include the times that he also spun out from somebody hitting him. Yeah, I hit him like twice. That's probably no. That was two. Two out of the four was from nah, John. No, no, a few times looked across. You were in the wall just, again for yeah, no yeah, reason. Yeah, I, can't, yeah, I was behind on, you a couple Gary. of times four and you times, spun out. It was four times. Uh, anyway, yeah. so I did twenty eight point four five. James, where do you had get twenty eight point nine two eight? Where do you get that extra? The the, the, extra the track records seconds. is is twenty six point three. Where do you find an extra two seconds on that? Especially when there are seventeen people on the thinnest the track that's thinner than my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, James had a twenty-eight nine two eight. John had a twenty-nine one four one five four. I thought you were going to be faster. You weren't. Yeah, I wasn't that far off, James. 
I were point two of a second. It literally I like, was point five a second faster than James. Oh. It literally and then Gary <laughs> no. Gary thirty one point five three point one seconds slower than me. I reckon out of on a bloody tiny I track. reckon out of forty three laps we did, we stopped on thirty of them. In yeah. an amber light. Yellow flag. On a yellow flag. Yeah. Like it was unbelievable. Uh, but yes, that's what we did this afternoon, and we are going for a bit of a spot of dinner later, and then yeah, yeah. we are all bailing now because yeah, we're all meant to leave on Monday. And we're like, well, <laughs> going to make a weekend. I'm going to go back home on Sunday, and you guys are going tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. So, bit of a shame. All dressed up, nowhere to go. Exactly. Uh, we did launch a new website today. We oh, did. Yeah, you might have seen it. Check it out. It's been. It's been according to our developers, been ready. Tomorrow for the last three months, <laughs> <laughs> and it's finally live. So if you see that, plugs. bear with us on that. It's optimized for mobile yeah. because that's how everyone interacts m- with our content. More than eighty percent of people interact with our content, so that's what it's optimized for. New infinite scroll. So give that a scroll, people. And we christened it with a little, little bit of a chuckle, a light, a little light-hearted read to uh, head into the weekend after all this. Fifty yeah. things to do. The Donny Bowl going to the Grand Prix and in Melbourne. Last yesterday, Gary also penned a light-hearted Corona opinion, and Gaz, you got ripped apart. Talk us through it. I wasn't there for it. I was I was doing the alpha thing, but I hear you got. Um, well, you know what? I I it my fault. I did write it under. Did you delete it from the website or just from Facebook? Yeah, both. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why? Why do you think it got so much heat? Because it it was written under many a Guinness, a Guinness. Yeah, Gein High. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Gary, Gary enjoyed but his Guinnesses yesterday. Death threats <laughs> were sent. So, <laughs> so I was like, fuck and this shit. If you sent Gary a death threat, I'm going to hop on Facebook and block you from our page. And um, that's what I'm going to do. So yeah. I'm looking forward to doing that. Uh, so they send, they send the death threat to you directly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. to him <laughs> directly. Yeah, well, take yeah. a screenshot of it first. And then if these big dogs want to arc up, we'll just send it straight to the cops. <laughs> Anyway, those, if you did that and you're listening, uh, you'll be banned. So I'm looking forward to <laughs> wielding that oh, power. Also, I had a little message from um, a guy called Adam Lodge who follows me personally on my personal Instagram. Just chatting this morning, asking about the GP, what we're up to, obviously, when the kerfuffle was happening. And he said he was looking forward to the podcast. Count me in as your fourth listener. So thanks, Adam. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Maybe next week we'll have five. I don't know. You never know. Well, it was nice to see some people disappointed that we didn't podcast the other day. Yeah. When I had Corona. So yeah. sorry. Corona took me out then. Exactly. We're back. But we no back. more. All right. So, like, what are we going to talk about in the podcast going forward if we don't do any activities? Everything's been cancelled. Yeah. I guess we can just talk about manhood, life, and dating relationships. Well, there's a yuck puddle developing next to my desk. We could talk about that. If we put a fan over it. We can there's a what? It. There's a little yuck puddle just happening. What is that? I don't know. It's just a yuck puddle. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> we can ventilate across, have a sniff. Oh, fuck, I don't need another beer this. I need another beer. God, you're an old cat, Gary. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening this week. We apologise that it's a bit ad hoc. It's short. The sound will be bad. We'll be back better than ever next week. In the office next week. Thank you for listening. I don't think there's anything else we need to say. As always, send her any questions you've got. Anything you want to know, anything yeah, you want to talk about. I'm done about. with it. Can we just hit reset on this weekend? Can we just go? <laughs> I wouldn't mind going back to Middle Park Hotel and having another scrummy Ooh, steak. that Bernese. I was very jealous of that. Look, yum. That was it yum. was yum. Silky it was really, really Tuesday yum. nights are their, are their specials, right? 
Yeah, and they do four steaks on a Tuesday night, all for like all special Start, steaks. Starting at 20 bucks. Really? Yeah, and it was really yum. And I was saying, there aren't a lot of places in Sydney that are like a go-to steak for, a, for, for a steak. Yeah. You know, as I said to you the other day, like I went to the Dudley a couple of weeks, you know, a couple of months ago. Last two times I've been to yeah, the Dudley, you said, the steak's been horrible. Yeah, correct. And I had one a couple of months ago. It was incredible. Went back, worst steak I've ever had. Yeah. And then you went twice and said it was the worst steak ever as well. And I think that... When, when I ate this steak the other day, or yesterday, we had a steak, at, obviously, at the Middle Park, and I was like, I wish that there was a place, you know, like one of those go-tos that isn't like a $58 steak, obviously. Yeah, ca- like a Bistro Moncur or yeah, something. Yeah, correct, or whatever. Carly and I ate at the Gidley the other night, which was exceptional, by the way, and I'm going to review it this week, so you look forward to reading that. But, you know, we're talking about 60 or $97 steaks, you know, and four cuts of meat, yeah. and like, so it's, you know, it's a serious investment. A $97 steak is a serious investment. Yeah, when yes. all that was like, if you wanted a good steak in Sydney, where would you go? And I was like, the butchers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, yeah, I'd honestly go and buy my own meat and cook it at home with a nice glass of red. Righto, bloody. Off to Victor Gordon Churchill. Ramsey. Off to Victor's. Indeed. I actually sat next to Victor himself. No, actually, what? his name's Did not Victor, but I, yeah. whatever. How the Hamilton Island Race Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Year. He's a nice fella. Just a working class bloke who makes some bloody good meat. Yes. Lovely. Cuts them well and is obviously a good businessman. Anyway, we digress. It's going to we're gonna cut it short this week. Thanks again for listening. Fellas, dinner tonight. Let's go. A couple of beers. Couple of beers. Let's go get exactly. fucking hammered. <laughs> okay, well, in that case. I'm already halfway there. I'm out. See you guys. All right. All right. Bye Peace. for now.